0: Welcome to the Roboticist Chronicles, an ARC Specialties podcast, where we get into the nuts and bolts of robots, automation, and the implications of an evolving machine workforce. Hey, everyone, and welcome into the Roboticist Chronicles a podcast from Arc Specialties. I'm Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. This is going to be a fun episode because today we're talking to Johnny Tyler, Marketing and Design Specialist at Arc Specialties. And we're going to be speaking about what it's like working with engineer professionals and how he does his job as a marketing and design specialist in this very, uh, very different and interesting world. And so, Johnny, thanks for joining me, man.
1: Thanks for having me, Tyler.
0: You got it. You got it. So, Johnny, your background is in marketing and design, right? So, I mean, that's in your job title, obviously. So, how did you get started, first of all, in in marketing? What first got you interested?
1: Oh, well, marketing, I I was a graphic designer, so I went to school for graphic design. The the marketing side, I worked with so many marketing people, back and forth, back and forth, different companies I worked for that, you know, sometimes they would ask, well, can't you handle this? If, you know, if I wasn't if I wasn't around, or this person is leaving, do we need to hire somebody? I think you got it. I think you got it under control, Johnny. So it was one of those things where I kind of uh, was thrown into marketing because I've been around marketing managers for so long that it just I guess it just kind of came with the territory.
0: So you kind of just picked things up along the way and uh, just learned as you went.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much like on the job training, kind of almost so. Anytime a marketing person has something, they was like, oh, well, you're just going to be my marketing assistant now as well as the designer. So I kind of got to go to a lot of tr- trade shows. I got to do a lot of uh, events and stuff like that. So I got to really get some hands-on experience with the marketing side.
0: Absolutely. Hands-on, on-the-job experience. It's the best kind of experience, really, when you when you think about it. So what kinds of companies were you working with and, and for before coming to Arc Specialties? Uh, and did you, did you ever think that you'd end up at a company like Arc?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I, I, was, uh, I, started, I started off, um, let's say, the first uh, kind of design gig I got was with uh, Wendy's, of all places. Wendy's, I did a couple of billboards and uh, advertisements, uh, paper advertisements, and then um, from there I went straight to oil and gas, which is where I, I think I learned most of the stuff I know from oil and gas, and then from there, roofing, of all things. Roofing, and then now robotics, so it's been interesting.
0: That is, a, that is an odd circuitous route, I, I suppose, just kind of uh, at different different spots and different things along the way. What types of things do you feel like you learned through those experiences of working just with different kinds of companies, you know, roofing, oil and gas, Wendy's, you know, lots of different, yeah. uh, I, I suppose, a variety of different industries, a variety of different companies. What sorts of things did you, do you feel like you picked up at each of those spots that, that helped you get to where you are now?
1: Oh, each one of those spots are pretty unique, so you got different types of people working in each one of those and different types of management and different types of CEOs and presidents, and everybody has different attitudes towards marketing and different strategies they want to go, so you learn a lot of things that you need to, you know, you pick up and you apply, and you learn people's, what they like and they dislike, so it, it's a lot of stuff you learn in different areas, and you learn different that different trades and different kinds of vernacular come from this industry and versus that industry and it's, it's, sometimes it's a it's, it's a it's a lot but yeah it's, it's very interesting especially for me i ain't get, I got a chance to see a lot of different things from a lot of different angles
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so now you're working at Arc Specialties. Obviously, um, you know, this is a, a podcast by Arc Specialties, right? And, and you're working really right. closely with, with Dan Alford there. Um, and, and we've all heard from Dan on the podcast a number of times. And so, what's it been like working in marketing with engineering professionals now?
1: Oh, man. It's, uh, I worked with a lot of engineering professionals in the oil and gas, but this is uh, a little bit different as I think it's a little bit more exciting. With oil and gas, I don't think I get to see so much of the end product. You know, it's just oil and gas. It's, it's it's the it's what's around us all that you know we're in texas It's what's around us everywhere so you don't get to see what's going on as much as robotics is very very interesting it's very very interesting that you get to actually see different applications and what these robots can do and uh, the different types of robots the the it's just very interesting in a very very diverse industry where it can go everywhere
0: do you feel like you've learned a lot about robotics and, and that sort of thing? Uh, because to me, it would be really interesting walking in as a marketing professional, right? And somebody that got their start in graphic design, and all of a sudden you're, you're hearing intricate terms about robotics that maybe you, you haven't heard before, right? And so what kinds of things do you think, do you feel like you've picked up on and learned about robotics over your time there?
1: Oh, well, uh, first, I'd like to say I, uh, I've learned a lot, and I still think i got mountains of stuff to learn. But it's really interesting that you know when I came in, thinking of, oh, this is a robotics company. And what I, you know, in my mind, what I'm thinking, I'm going to see versus what I actually saw is, it was night and day. So it's not the sci fi robotics that, I, that I was used to envisioning, but it's more so the different types of robots for different applications, the access, the number of axes robots have the the, the size, the weight, uh, the fact that there's robots that are collaborative, so they're working with, they're working with you. And they can they they, you know, they won't they won't hurt you whereas some is somewhere have to be in sales and they might they have to be uh, in a confined area so it's very interesting to see the different types
0: no absolutely I, I feel like walking in with fresh eyes and seeing that you have the perspective of somebody who is not in the industry or wasn't mm-hmm. in the industry before and so you walked in with fresh eyes and really got to see the perspective from the outside of of right. what this industry is and you, you got to maybe even help open the eyes of some of these guys to hey look this is how this is perceived out in the in the world and maybe help shape some of the messaging that way you know what i mean
1: right 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 cuz working with dan i've learned you know you got to kind of open up the box of 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 what the robot can do because you know you you see a robot in front of you and you you plan it to do i guess they you know it's programmed to do one thing but The way Dan kind of approaches it is like, can we open this up to see what more capabilities we can get out of this robot? What more can we do? And I guess that's what makes our specialty so successful because like we push the boundaries of of those robots and what they can do and then apply them to these industries. And I guess make something that the industries, how do I say this?
0: Kind of make something new and new and fresh, right? Outside the box, yeah. yeah.
1: Outside the box is something that they need, rather than they were thinking about. Like, oh, we don't need a robot, right? We don't need a robot for this application of our in our industry. But then you see it, like, oh no, we do need a robot for this application because we didn't have a clue that it could do that.
0: Right. Right. So. You know, Dan strikes me as maybe unique in the industry just in how he views things and the way he communicates, right? Uh, Dan is kind of Mm -hmm. a a -a one-of-a-kind type person. But for the most part, like, you come from a really creative background being a graphic designer. And I think engineers and welders and and people that are more on that side, uh, I feel like creatives and engineers tend to communicate in different ways and tend to view Mm -hmm. things in different ways, right? So how do you take some of the messaging that you're given at Arc Specialties and turn them into effective marketing that, that really tells the story of what the company does. Kind of talk me through that process and how you take maybe engineering speak and turn it into something creative that, that people can consume.
1: How I've always approached the design is not trying to make it my design or my project or my, or my piece, as you can say. I always try to be a conduit for what that person is Trying to convey because sometimes people have an idea that they don't know how to put out, and so I think the best way is to just always, you know, I'm always paying attention, listening, and seeing what's, you know, what's going on, and just checking out the vibe of the, of the project, and then trying to apply that in a way that people, like a a creative person or the regular people would 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 uh, accept it. So, you know, you meet a lot of different types of engineers, and some of them are introverted, and some of them are extroverted some of them are just happy for you happy to show what they have and show the end product of what they of what they've created and so it's just trying to be the 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 medium between the two so they can so you can take that and show it to the potential clients in a way that makes it appealing to them and it makes it understandable for the layman's like like us that don't really understand the robotic side of it so it's it's like a, it's a, i just say it like that just being a conduit for these guys is what I try to do my best, and not try to make it a project of my own.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you take what they give you, and to the best of your abilities, recreate it in a way that isn't putting your stamp on it, but putting it in yeah. a way that, that people can understand and that potential consumers, potential buyers can look at and say, yeah, that's something we want or need, or we want more information on that, and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, right, because I found out in design, and I see a lot, I mean, as I came up through all the companies I worked for, is that everybody wants to have their own stamp on everything, but you know that it's like the company's stamp kind of went to the wayside. so I try to make everything more is this is arc specialties this is what Arc specialties does and let's just highlight the uniqueness of the engineers and the programs we have here the people that are the geniuses behind this and to show what we the capabilities of ARC specialties
0: absolutely absolutely. I, I like that perspective because I think I think it's possible for a lot of marketers, a lot of designers to look at things and say, it's, it's my job to put my stamp on it. But in, in this case, the, the word conduit, I think, is a good way of putting it, that you are you know taking a message and, and bringing it. And if you distort it or if you put you know, Johnny's stamp on it, then all of a sudden it's, it's not so much our specialties and it's, it might be doing a disservice to the company you work for, right? And so you're just trying to be right, faithful right. to that message.
1: Exactly yeah I'm not trying to win an awards here I'm trying to make the company successful and we're trying to we're trying to get more of our systems out into the world
0: when the company does well Johnny does well and that's uh
1: <laughs> exactly
0: that's the thing that's the thing so <laughs> so johnny from from your perspective what have been some of the the biggest challenges you faced
1: uh, I guess you know w- the biggest challenges is just yeah trying to understand what are the capabilities and then trying to understand when i'm 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 looking at a uh, uh, let's say I'm looking at a robotic system and I'm trying to see where, where what is it can I show that's going to be appealing to somebody out there that they might like I didn't know that I I could accomplish that with this robotic system or with that type of robotic sales so it's just how can I show certain different aspects of, of the robotic system that, are, that would attract new and different markets and all these other different types of things because as, as we continue to grow and, and learn more new things about the robots and the robots begin to evolve and they, they become better or faster, you know we have, we, we're open up to more techniques and more systems that we can create in different, in, in various markets.
0: Absolutely. So, what are some of the things that that, that you've seen? Maybe some of the highlights of uh, just crazy things. I mean, we've done podcasts on this series on, you know, robots in surgery. Uh, right. you know, robots doing welding. You know, all, all these sorts right. of things. Uh, for you, do you have some uh, some highlights of things that you've seen robots do that you think that's really cool? That's really interesting.
1: Oh yeah, some of my 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 one of you know my number one highlight is the robotic surgery. That was that's completely amazing to me to see. What I thought was actually robotic surgery was not, and what I see now is a autonomous robot doing everything itself, and the doctor or the surgeon sitting there, just pretty much double checking the work. So it was it's pretty awesome to see that, you know, see that aspect of it. Next is thermal spray, something that I think was a very very dangerous. A very dangerous process that you know I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't even thought that humans were actually doing that by hand and just to see that being taken away by a robotic arm and it's a much safer environment for for everybody involved. I think that is completely awesome. And then, I guess just outside of what we we do for our specialties is just the robotic arm and in the camera systems. Like these camera systems that are using robotic arms to control them is that is very unique and it's very very cool, and I wouldn't have, you know I wouldn't have thought that was being used as much as it was, but it's, that's pretty awesome
0: definitely A- absolutely absolutely you know as as you were talking about the thermal spray, it reminding me of dan's uh, Dan's famous three uh, ds of uh, of robotics dull, dirty, and dangerous uh, those yeah, are correct. the jobs that that you can hand over to robots and uh, and they perform uh, quite admirably so exactly. Yeah, yeah. Always got to remember the three Ds when you're when you're talking to Dan.
1: <laughs> exactly. All the dull, dirty, and dangerous things need to be need to be somehow automated to get out of a human's hands. And that I mean that that promotes us to do more exciting things. And I think it promotes actually creativity inside of those people that actually work around those situations. They can they get a chance to step back, look at the process, and how can they improve, make it quicker, and even come up with a new process for it as well.
0: Definitely, definitely, so this th- as we start to wrap things up, this last thought I had might might not be the easiest one to to put into words, so just bear with me, but i I would guess that that it's possible for companies in the realm of arc specialties to maybe look past marketing and look past the value that that a creative like yourself could bring to an organization. What kinds of things do you feel like you've been able to provide to Arc Specialties that's been valuable for the company that maybe if there are other, you know, welding companies, engineering companies, automation companies who maybe don't place the value on marketing and and creativity the way that that Arc Specialties has, what types of things do you feel like marketing and, and creativity can help bring what are some of the values that that you can bring to an organization or someone like you can bring to an organization that's maybe overlooked things like that in the past?
1: I think a lot of people look at, I guess, like the marketing aspect of things as like a secondary type position or something that they have, you know, they might have to do or they might not have to do based on their, their clientele or how their business is going. But I think if you get the right marketing person in there, somebody that can take, all the aspects of your company kind of put it in a, put it in a ball and and a present in a box away in a nice tight bow and present it to these people, people get a chance to see your company that probably never even thought about your company, you know, you can be down the street from somebody they don't know you exist, but with the right kind of marketing, you can look, you know, you can be worldwide and still be a small company. And I think uh, a lot of companies don't put that into. They don't really take that advantage to 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 find a marketing company or a person or in-house marketing team that really is about their company is really going to put their best foot forward to represent their company and be a flag. I would say like a flag for 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 your company and your brand to get everybody to understand that maybe you know this is where you need to be at. This is the place you need to come for your service or your this product. So I think it's very important that marketing people are involved.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree entirely, you know, and that that's one of the things that that we've seen quite a lot of is um, is I think, like you said, it the marketing and telling other people what you do can sometimes be considered secondary to the, the product. But if nobody knows the great work that you're doing, and, and obviously the world, is, the world is changing with so much being online, so much of marketing now being on social media and on places like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and, and, and things like that, that having somebody that can adequately show off the work that you do, I think has only grown in importance in recent years
1: right and the way that the uh, you know the internet and social media is, is, is going about it's very it's, it's jumbled. It's a, it's a bunch of stuff thrown in one area and you got a lot to look at so uh, showing off your culture, your brand, uh, you know what kind of efforts you guys put behind your work is very important nowadays just so people can trust and believe that you are a place that they can go for that need so I think marketing is very important when it comes to that you know you have to show, your company culture you have to show the the amount of work and how you know you are pushing the envelope in this industry so it's very important that you you get those things out by having a, a good marketing team behind you
0: absolutely johnny tyler marketing and design specialist at arc specialties johnny thank you so much for joining me here for the podcast and uh, and chatting a little bit more about what you do at arc specialties
1: hey no problem thanks a lot tyler
0: Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of the Roboticist Chronicles. We appreciate it very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Of course, if you're not already subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you do that or visit the ARC Specialties website. What is that website, Johnny?
1: going to be www.arcspecialties.com
0: there you go arcspecialties.com head over to the website learn more about what arc specialties does and what they're doing in the world of robotics and automation some pretty amazing stuff and we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast but until then i've been your host today tyler kern thanks for listening